HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program was brought to you by Mood Magazine, a new international quarterly publication about music and food. For more information, visit moodmusicfood.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. We talk about food. We talk about music with musical dudes. Finger on the pulse, snacky tunes.
All right, welcome to Snacky Tunes on a very special uh, Thanksgiving edition. Uh, we normally don't do a Sunday show, but this year it is all about giving back and thanks. And we have a very special guest, uh, our good buddy and uh, fellow Kanye fan, Dale Talday. Welcome back to Snacky Tunes. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Of course, man. This entire show is dedicated to the benefit that you are doing at the Green Building on December 4th with a grip. I can say a grip of chefs, right? A grip. I, I mean, it. you can say that, but you can't say that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I've never heard him utter the word a grip before. A grip. Um, I've, yeah. I've said I would enjoy a grip of tacos mm-hmm. or if I could order a grip of ribs. I like a gang. I mean, like, like if you're West Coast. A hella amount of chefs. Yeah. Or like. Oh, a- I can't say hella. Yo, no, Dev, you guys aren't no, SF. No, yeah. No. Yeah. Not but, from SF. Um, no, so no. for all those who don't uh, know, uh, Dale is the most known for the second place runner-up on Iron Chef America. Yes. <laughs> Seeing as there's only two people there. Yeah. The second place runner-up, and then oh, let me count it: not one time, but two time. Sixth place winner, <laughs> sixth place pers- uh, chef on uh, Top Chef. It's really uh, <laughs> credible. Um, Thank you. But yeah. also executive chef at Thistle Hill, mm-hmm. Pork Slope, the Epinonius, which I can never announce. Tall Day. And can we have you announced the, you've announced the other project, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then also uh, Tall Day, and the JC, the Dirty Jers. Yeah, in Jersey City and um, Carino Provisions. I'll be the uh, chef of the one of that in jersey city also. what what was the name of that drink that you're telling me it's out in jersey city it's like a bucket full of slushy oh, oh so good miami vice <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it's so dope we're in uh we're in asbury park and you know there's a max fish like installation there yeah like, there, like last summer there was a max fish there and it was so dope like i've never been to asbury park i was my business partner dave his sister used to live there she's since moved to philly but um we're chilling at the max fish and i'm just like I've never seen this kind of like, kind of mix of people like real Jersey fist pump, um, a very large gay community, and just mad fam like mad fam and like not even like a demographic like black or white or Hispanic. It's just like all families there. Yeah. So we're chilling and like we're in Max Fish and it is like there's some real fist pumping music. And it's like, like every four song a boss song. That's what I just kind of envi- envision. Um, yes, because they got to mix it up. Because one, you know, it'll be it'll be some um, like electronic dance music, yeah. and then it'll be like some you know, Rick Ricky Rose, little Rick Ross bumping, Ooh. and then they'll do right into like Springsteen, and people will, like just get up, you know. And then and what's great is that de- demographic. Everybody jumps up for the for the boss. Of course, of course. Well, we were at um, our cousin is from Jersey, and uh, she got married this summer, and it was like very like. Jewish live like live band everything this it was like the same like bar bar bat mitzvah only that. only modern song blurred lines yeah only yeah the only song that, which is like went crazy and people yeah, yeah. people but they, but they played a third which I thought was like a not early. yeah a little early, early in the evening but um uh but they closed with born to run uh with with the live band with like the revamp and like the breakdown like the extended oh and everything <laughs> and uh. It was kind of amazing because you like you think it's a joke and then you play that in like a room full of people from Jersey and it's like it's not a joke. Uh-uh. It's not a joke. It's not a game. Yeah, it's not a game. I, <laughs> I, so I know that Tall Day is your like Patrick Swayze Roadhouse. Well, Tall Day Jason Pork, Pork, Pork Slope. That's all yeah. right. I'm mm. sorry. Uh, Which would be funny if that was your interpretation of like Roadhouse. Like I actually haven't seen the movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just I, well, saw I think it. he likes Asian American dumplings. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> are you gonna do any dedication to the boss out in JC? It's a little on the nose. You know, I think I'm going to leave that up to the um, 
the beverage department. Oh, okay. Because I think it, it, it translates a little better there. But in Anthony, in the Carino provisions, actually, in our, you know, the Italian market and um, cafe, I think it's it, there's got to be some homages to um, to the boss there. Oh, there's got to be. Has to be. Has to be. Yeah. yeah. I kind of think, like, Darkness on the Edge of Town is, like, a great name for, like, uh, Audios Motherfucker, but, like, updated and a little bit upscale. <laughs> just to, like, Darkness all the... Tar- is that, that's going to be, like, your Jersey iced tea. Darkness on the mm, Edge of Town. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to John Bush. If you're alive, I know that NoFX was in town last night, so he still might be up playing Jenga. Yeah, that fool. He's supposed to be here with me, but I'm pretty sure. I, I didn't even I didn't even bother. You didn't even no, try. No. no well, it, as soon as I saw him, like, off stage in the balcony, for like, with no effects, I was like, oh, I'll see him, like, on Wednesday. Yeah, I saw him on Fat Mike's Instagram. Like, his fr- like his pre-show picture was him dropping a deuce in the toilet. Like, a su- that was his selfie. Like, me dropping a deuce. I was like, oh, that's what's up. It's going to be that kind of party. Yeah. It's going to be that kind of party. Mashed potatoes are going to come out, and then <laughs> that's oh my what's God. up. Oh, the stories. <laughs> so, Dale, I know we have a good time a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that, that, I mean, Let's I think that's, that's what, that's, I think that's what makes this, yeah, this, yeah. this work all the time. It's no, <laughs> every yeah. time we are, yeah, it is a good time. Yeah. No, I mean, that's the thing is, you know, I think, especially in the food and in the service world, you know, benefits, um, have tend to blur the lines of like a really good party. Correct. And, uh, I think it's important. I think, you know, sometimes you have to be serious. Um, and I think that the, uh, the typhoon in the Philippines was really rough, but you can't ask people to come out and sit through lectures and give money. Sure, it no. just doesn't work. No, no, no. And, and you know, and more importantly, that's not your stees. That's not our stees. Yeah. You know, the three Kings, you know, the group that we've created, yeah. me, John and Dave, uh, you know, we're the fun time Charlie's. I think we're, you know, we tend to not take ourselves seriously, and I think sometimes it reflects with um, a little negatively. Sometimes I yeah. think, yeah. I think the perception is sometimes that these guys are just out to have a good time. And um, yo, I'm not gonna front. Most of the time, I am out to have a good time. Right. I am serious about what I do, but um, you know, this benefit that we're doing December fourth at the Green Building. Um, shouts to the Green Building giving us the space to do this. Um, you know. It, it, it hits so close to home because, um, I mean, what's th- what's f- think about a year ago, Sandy. Oh yeah, that was right out of everybody's doorstep. And we saw a lot of great restaurants close. A lot of great restaurants that I'd been to. Um, a lot of great friends lost jobs. Um, families that are literally thirty minutes away from here. Yeah, just devastated. Communities devastated. Um, still devastated. Still to this day. So for me, y- y- you know, it- it's. I don't have a you know I don't have a long term I don't have a short term memory you know like I'm still remember we, we I can still remember that consumer when it happened I mean got and you know knock on wood and God bless that nothing happened to us but you know with with the Filipino community um, and when this storm hit and to see the just absolute destruction um, you know it, it it hit real close to home my my sous chef Ardeen he just heard from his aunt and his cousins um, two days ago and they're that okay? was. Four, you know, that's almost two weeks yeah. of not hearing from family members. I mean, the the thing about travesty and this type of stuff is that first week, first two weeks, you're going to get a response. Like you'll get uh-huh. you'll get people who are going to give money, and then it just kind of fades, and then you don't hear about it or you don't actively search it out. So it's almost like holding off a little bit to mm-hmm. regroup and let the initial wave of support come. Then to do something like this is sure. is really timely, and I think also. I mean, playing it like right after Thanksgiving, like people just went through a serious bout of gluttony. And actually, Tuesday is like uh, a national giving day. It started last year, but it's like a century. It's like you had like Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and now Tuesday's giving day. So this falls kind of right in line to being like 
where do you support and how do I help? Sure. And I think for me, it's like, you know, it's such a blessing to see you go home with to see your families that you guys did for the Thanksgiving holiday. And I certainly did. And just to think that, you know, Thanksgiving is an American holiday, but like you with your family, there's people across the world right now in the Philippines and and these in these islands that they're just they're trying to get some, you know, just trying to find some water, clean water, you know, food to eat for the day. They're trying to find if their family members are still alive. I mean, especially with this, you know, the Christmas holiday coming up and, you know, all the holidays coming up. It's like, hey, man, it, it I don't know. It's something we, what I think about a lot is that it, the, with the restaurants, Taldi, you know, with all the restaurants, Pork Soap, Taldi, Thistle Hill Tavern, you know, I, Roy, Cho, Roy Cho spoke spoke about it. Um, we aren't really feeding people who need food, right? Mm-hmm. The reality is that, like, if you're eating at my restaurants – you're blessed to be eating there, um, you know, and, and I think what the benefit's going to do is help people who really need some food and, and water and shelter and, and clothes on their back. Now, you have, I mean, you have personal connections to the Philippines, just, you know, I mean, your heritage, your family, mm-hmm. that, you know, it's like, can you talk a little bit about that? Like what? Yeah, I mean, we, man, I call my parents immediately, you know, and then, and what, the region of the Philippines that this hit is called the Visayans, and that's where my parents are from. So it's kind of like, it's not central; it's a little bit south of that. So I mean, you it equated to saying like, "I'm from the south," or "I'm from you know the southwest." This is the Visayans. It's like just below central, central Philippine Philippine Islands, um, Leti, Tacloban. My mom's um, from a place called from Iloilo. My dad's from a place called Negros Occidental. So these are all the islands that kind of were in. The path of the storm. Obviously, Tacloban hit it hardest. So, when I heard the Visayans, it kind of clicked in my head. I called my mom, I'm like, "Hey, is anybody back home affected by this?" And they said, "You know what? Um, for the most part, we we have communication with our family, but there were there was on my dad's side. We couldn't find um, we couldn't find an aunt for a while, and we were just praying and hoping that it, it wasn't the worst case scenario. Because what we did realize is that you know one of the hardest parts about this is communication." Right. You know, there were no it's it's hard enough to communicate with people in the Philippines right now. You know, time difference, there's constant brownouts. You gotta think this is still a third world country. Still very much a third world country. So, you know, things like being able to pick up a phone, it's not easy to do. So uh, let alone after a devastation from a, a hurricane of this um of this nature. So we ended up finding my 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 dad's sister probably like five days after the storm had hit. So that was the last piece of the puzzle that I got accounted for. That's great. I mean, that's a huge relief. Totally. I mean, you know, they come from a large family, so, you know, there's just a lot of people to account for when you have a large family like that. Well, why don't we, um, why don't we play a song, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about the benefit itself. All right, we're going to play something from Ill Mind, who yeah. uh, you're telling us a little bit that he's one of the producers involved. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us a little bit about him, and we'll play one of the tracks. Um, he's a producer that I had met probably about 10 years ago, 10, 12 years ago. Um, he's fr- I was... My roommates were uh, in a band called. One of my roommates was in a band called Pacifics, and I think he blessed them with a track, and came out to a show out in Chicago. And I met him there, and was just like, oh, you know, um, you know, Pinoy's were like, we're proud of you know, we don't have a lot. We got Manny, Manny Pacquiao, <laughs> yeah, okay. which is which is huge, huge win, <laughs> huge win, huge win. But there's not a lot of us. Do out you think there. that like the? I mean, there was speculation that the like, that the um, typhoon like fueled his win. I mean that and, and and some dough. That dude's broke. 
Yeah. He needs really? to make some money. How is he broke? Like, Man, have you seen his entourage? No, I know. He's got like a dude to clip his, you know, big toenail on his left foot. You know, a dude to cut his right toenail on his right foot. But is he like? But I feel is he just a karaoke like, coach? You know, is he like? Got, he, well, you gotta have the karaoke coach. Yeah, for sure. Is he you bringing people up coach? though? What's up? Is, is he bringing people up though? I mean, like, you is know, that I, his thing? Like, he feels like a lot of pressure on his shoulders to support. Sure. I mean, it, it, when, you know what? When you make some dough like he does, I'm sure you get a lot of friends and relatives and cousins coming out the woodwork. So. A lot of cousins. A lot of cousins. A lot you know, of cousins. I'm your, I'm your third cousin on your mom's side that you've never met. Trudy? You know Trudy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Except they got other names like Pinky. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to play Blackwater by Elmine here on Snacky Tunes talking with Dale Talday about the uh, Philippines benefit happening. Taste for the fourth. I like that. Yeah. Four spelled out, not spelled out. magazine about music and food for its creators not many things can beat a good record and a delicious meal maybe a well-written story or a gorgeous photo well that's all in mood the magazine looks at music and food in a cohesive and unique way with a keen eye to design and high quality writing its contributors are located around the globe and the stories span accordingly Check it out today at moodmusicfood.com. That's moodmusicfood.com. Some real crazy shit. Yeah? What's some real crazy shit? Oh, I, I, have to teach a, I have to teach a class tomorrow of uh, 18 four-year-olds how to make mac and cheese. No, come on. Yeah, yeah, and I'm going to tell them that I'm like, um, 
I'm gonna, first I'm going to tell him my name is Jesus, and that I create that I solely created mac and cheese. That I am the original creator of mac and cheese. What's this for? <laughs> Shouts shout to my man Michael Principe. He's like the food and beverage director of the Hotel. You should tell them. <laughs> but you should tell them that Holiday uh, is your Americanized name. Mm-hmm. Oh no! And, and your Filipino name is Mick and Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna have a big, big story about this. I'm gonna like really. I mean, four years old. I'm gonna try and convince these kids that I'm like. So it's an you hour, know what, you hour need... cooking class, thirty-five minute rant. Yes, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah. You don't. You don't need to even tell them. Uh, you don't even need to get all them. If you can just get one, correct, till they were like eighteen, um, and then just be there when someone's like, "You're retarded. This is so." Mm-hmm. Ins- mm-hmm. Yeah, I met the guy who really made yeah, mac, mac and, and cheese. cheese. No, no, for real. He came in and he told us he made mac and cheese. He created it. So he I'm created gonna, it. Yeah, yeah. I want to try. I have to start coming up with the story today, but it's yeah. gonna be a good, like, really lavish. You probably need like just a bottle of of whiskey to come up with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Sunday. unicorns and stuff like that. This is then you put unicorn milk into the pot. And this is cheese made from oh, you do it with corn milk. leprechauns. Yeah. Do you really do it with corn milk? No. no unicorn no. milk. Oh, unicorn milk. <laughs> um, D- got him. Boom. 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 So we have uh, Chef Del Talday from Talday Facil Tavern, Pork Slope. And uh, on December 4th, this Wednesday, yes. you'll be teaming up with the Green Building and heaps, that's Australian, Ooh. Mounts of chefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of our favorite people: Budokan, Dinosaur BBQ, Jeep Maharlika, Myland Meatball Shop, Pig and Cow, Pock Pock Pines. This goes on. Roberta's. Shout out to Roberta's. Yep. Thank you Always. guys for very much. Um, so talk to us. So what is this event? So look, we've been serious. It is really serious, but that doesn't mean the whole thing has to be serious. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously, uh, it's it's you know it's you know we're trying to do this. To support some people who have gone through some real, uh, real traumatic times um, the last, you know, two weeks, three weeks. But um, no, it's you know December fourth, the Green Building, um, in the Gowanus. It's on the corner of uh, Union and Bond. Um, it's one hundred twenty-five bucks a ticket. Um, I know it's steep, um, but you know it is. It is. It is the season to give. Um, I know people have been been giving, but it's like, hey, you know, one hundred twenty-five bucks. That's like a meal at. That's a that, for me. That's a meal. Yeah. For some people, that's going that's going out once on a on a weekend. Um, so like you know, every all the proceeds go to World Vision. Um, it's from seven to ten. We got some great you guys you guys helping out with the music. Mm-hmm. My we'll man, be there. my man, Illmind. Um, we got a bunch, like we said, a bunch of chefs. Um, and you know what? Like for us, it wasn't about like you know what what are you serving? What are you you know what? Is, hey, let's just get together. Get some, you know, make some really good food, have some killer drinks, um, and party. And then we have a silent auction. Um, super cool. Um, the NBA's come out and giving us some stuff. Um, it's really crazy. Out the woodworks, like. Oh, you wait, know. Does, does Brooklyn have some extra tickets right now? But they're so hot. For sure. I think we might have the actual cup that Jason Kidd actually dropped on the floor. <laughs> oh, my Autograph God. sign. What? You know, slip. Th- that move. So sweet. So sweet. But, he, you know, it's only sweet if you don't get caught. Yeah. If you could tell somebody about it. Did it get caught? Yeah. $50,000 50, fine. Yeah. You saw it in his mouth. He's like, hit me. <laughs> he says it to Tyshawn Taylor. Dude walks by. He nudges him. and He drops his cup. It's like, come on, man. And then to come out. You know what? I guess it's better than like completely denying it. He was like, yo, Del, Her- Del Harris taught me that move. It's like, oh, it's a good move. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Jason Kidd, best caption I've seen. Uh, coaching is harder than playing. Duh. <laughs> Duh, Jason Kidd. Really? Yeah. Question mark? 
Um, so it's going to be a good night. It's going to be mm-hmm. three hours. Um, also, open bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, open bar. I mean, it, with the cost of the, you know, 125 bucks, one, first of all, goes 100% to World Vision, who's giving 100% of the proceeds to. After we take our, our money and our fee from our writer. Oh, of, of course. Well, I mean, it was like, what was it? Like a pair of socks, two Red Bulls, and. Some Advils? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Cool, pretty much. cool, cool. cool. <laughs> and, some, and some pizzas yeah, afterwards? Pizza. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm on that. Yeah. And uh, a, a grip of uh, ribs. Nice. From Dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, I mean, everything's going, all the proceeds going there. And it's, you know, we're trying to have, make it a party. There's a silent auction. It's weird. Like, Bravo TV, because of my affiliation with the show, they sent us, like, they sent us a bunch of stuff. And, you know, a lot of my friends who... Uh, <laughs> Andy Cohen's undershirts? Mm. <laughs> Bikini underwear? No. Uh, um, no, but like some of my friends are from other places, like Mike, Mike, uh, Isabella and, um, some other TC, you know, guys from Top Chef, they were able to donate some really cool, like, you know, chef dinners, um, at chef's tables at the restaurants and stuff like that. So like, you know, even if, you know, you're looking for gifts for people this holiday season, this might be a place, really good place to come Take them out. grab some out. You know, make this an early Christmas or late for sure. gift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, can we expect any Filipino food? Yeah. I mean, um, we are doing, um, we're doing lemon, we're going to, we're doing a lemongrass chicken with rice noodles. Um, I'm sure, that, you know, cause a lot of the people who are involved from the other restaurants, um, are Filipinos in other restaurants. So, you know, like, um, Telpan, um, the chef de cuisine at that restaurant is Filipino. So I think he's doing something Filipino, uh, pig and cow, Leah Cohen, she's doing something Filipino. But yeah, we we wanted to make it like not Filipino centric, just about like, hey, let's all get together. Especially when it was we, you know, we didn't have a lot of time to put this together. Yeah. Um, to get to get to be able to put something like this together, and like it was literally like a week and a half. Um, we were just like, hey, anyone who can do this, we'd love to have you. Um, so it's not we weren't getting too particular on like food or what you know. What, as long as you you know make something tasty. Yeah, I mean, I think for these times, it's just letting people kind of like give what they can and not being too you can't judge people for it. it's like no way what can, yeah. like what can you do and like anything is better than nothing so it's like you give us a gift certificate you like sure. send us like a few bottles of booze you like mm-hmm. you give us some staff hell you send us like napkins volunteer 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 yeah, exactly. show up and, and and bust some tables and yeah. you know like um it was really cool it was one, <laughs> one of our guys um one of the one of the uh, restaurants soto casa um the uh the owner Hit me up on Twitter and was like, "Yo, can I, what can I be involved?" And he's literally bringing his mobile pizza truck mm. to the entrance. Oh, that's awesome! And firing up pizzas and giving away slices. I was like, "Dude, that is so." And that's awesome. He saw he he hit me on Twitter and then he was riding his bike down Fifth Avenue right by Pork Slope and he's jumped right in and was like, "Hey, how can I help?" I'm like, "Dude, just bring some pizza." That's, and- that's kind of my the joy of all this stuff because, like, I mean, you do say it's like it is a lot of like you know we do have really fun lives and we do. A lot of partying though, but when you see people really band together stuff, you're like, oh, like maybe maybe things aren't as bleak as you sometimes kind of feel. For sure, and you know, if it stores that restores that faith in humanity, yeah. that like you know, people do care and people are, are willing to give, and people aren't you know trying to shove you out of the way to get you know to get on the subway or like you know push you out of the way to get first. It's like yo, know, people are trying to give back, and um, I mean, it's a certain empathy of like also like it's pretty like it's pretty indicative of the industry as well, it's like of a thin line where like. You know, how many service friends do we have or restaurateurs we have? We know where, like, a bad day actually derails their entire life or mm-hmm. a year or something like that when it's, like, it's such a razor edge. And this is obviously on such a, like, huge, even, like, enormous scale. But it's not that hard to, like, sympathize um, for freelancers or, mm-hmm. you know, people who are living paycheck to paycheck or shift to shift almost sometimes. It's, like, 
like who is like fuck if I ever got in this situation I hope someone would help me out for sure and, and, and you know for us it's like you know when Sandy hit um, we were relatively unfazed by it you know we I, nothing happened to the restaurant thank God um, and actually what came of that is that when Sandy hit we actually ended up killing like. No one could come in and out of the borough, so everyone was kind of stuck in Park Slope. And oh, right. our restaurants did so well. And it was kind of like that, like, survivors are more so like, restaurants, people's lives, people died, and people's lives were ruined for, just ruined. Uh, restaurants, businesses went down, and we're sitting here, like, killing Stacking. it. We were, st- I mean, we were, we were, that was like the th- busiest three days. We cooked until there was no more food. Right. So for us to, a year later, you know, um... We went from like raking it in, and now it's like now we have to give back yeah. because we we you know we did well on that. And I'm not saying that you know we're restaurant tours, man. We made our margins are so small. We made we did well for that weekend, um, but we know that we have to like we have to give back during this kind of. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, and that's and it and it is it is because of those things that it's at these times you are in a position to correct. do so. Mm-hmm. And there are some people that I'm sure would want to participate that like like financially or just can't do it because things are still in recovery that like mm-hmm. it's a it's this idea of like a universal like who can carry the weight at what time sure and it's like that's kind of thing it's like okay you take this on you have the resources to plan it and the connections and all the stuff you know and all the chefs and bravo and everything to be able to carry the weight for the people that can't have it so in the case of something god forbid it would happen to you guys it would you know you would have that universal shift yeah, and someone paid forward yeah. just like we're trying to pay it for some yeah. other people yeah and shots Shots. Shots for sure, but I, you know, I'm trying. I'm trying to be good though for this event. I'm gonna try. You know, I figure. You know, as the host, can't get too. No, you never go to like. You never go to like Eric Repair's event, and he's just like trash. No. Wait, what about all of our uh, Barford blowouts? Those yeah, but that's at the, at the that's end. Different. Yeah, and at the end, <laughs> that's different. That's yeah. totally different. People are like, people are paying. Well. Especially, I'm part of it. They're like, "Oh, yo, uh, we, a barfu blowout." I'm like, "I'm the person with the battle going, shots. Let's go!" Oh my god, they're paying for it, and I'm I'm, I'm dishing it out. But like, I just think about these charity events for like Eric Repair does, and oh, like so dapper. Yeah, that, that's that's smooth the silk. That's uh, that's a tough guy to compare yourself against anything. I bet you that guy... I'm not comparing at all myself to him. I'm just saying, like when I go when I go to his events, he's just like together. And if he's doing a shot, it's like at the end. Yeah, I don't want to like I don't want to be like. Ten o'clock, be like, yeah. There's no, there's no ice luge. No, 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 no. Maybe back at Pork Slope when the event's done. Oh my god. You know, well, I'll call right now after party at Pork Slope after this. <laughs> you heard it here first. After party for all twelve of you who are listening right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On after Sunday party. afternoon. After party at Pork Slope. Wednesday the fourth. After party, we'll be there, tearing it up. Tearing it up. Um, so we got a few minutes left. Let's talk about. Can we talk about JC? Yeah. So, you know, we've been hearing the rumors, we saw the post, and now you guys are crossing the river mm-hmm. uh, to that, uh, I mean, I, it used to be a lot easier to, to, to hate on JC, but now I feel like they're sort of getting a lot of the cool stuff like that uh, New York has to offer, uh, you guys included. Um, you know, for us, it really was an easy, um, easy decision for going to Jersey City, I mean... The deal was right. <laughs> I mean, the yeah. deal was right, and when we went there, to be honest with you, it felt like it felt like Park Slope did when we kind of first when I first saw Park Slope. So it's like, hey man, there's a un, there's people, there's a need, and I think that's kind of the what we do, our recipe for getting into re- into spaces. It's like 
is there a need? Is there does a, does a community kind of want it and need it instead of like this is a hot neighborhood? We can make a lot of money here. By the way, I hate that term. Um, hot neighborhood um, falls in line with me with the same term as like a young creative. They're just like both cringe-worthy stuff, but like. Yeah. I mean, so JC, I mean, is it looking for a neighborhood spot? Like, is it in need of that? I mean, from the response, yes. Yeah. Um, these, I'm not going to knock the restaurants. There's some great restaurants in Jersey City. It's, you know what I think is that's hard is, what's hard to manage there is the liquor license. Really? It's a pain to get a liquor license in Jersey City. Why is that? You got to buy them, you got to buy them straight up and there's a certain amount of liquor, liquor licenses available and when they're all bought, there aren't any more until another place closes. You know what I mean? There's not like, oh, let me go, let me just go get a liquor license. It's like, no, you gotta wait until someone, and then you gotta, um, you have to pay whatever they, they're asking price for it. There's no like negotiating it. It's like, this is what I want to pay. It's, this is how much my liquor license. Right. Is. It's like it's like medallions or cabs. Exactly. So, I think that scared people away from being, getting into the city. Yeah. Um, luckily, we were able to get a full, a full liquor license, but. Um, no, there's some great restaurants out there, but I don't. Just, I just don't think there's enough. Yeah, I mean, yeah. is it is it a point? You know, like when you have early communities for that are building, um, you're like it's not even competition. You're just like, holy shit! Like, please come. Like, yes. there's room for all of us. Please we, come. We man, I would I I would love to give, and we tell all of our chef friends like, hey, where are you looking next? Because come out with us, please, to Jersey City. Yeah, we tried. We tried to come out with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We couldn't do it. It's a, it's a, that's a grip. That's a grip. <laughs> that, that is what they're asking for was a grip. But they, I'm like, we're, when you're saying like half a super big one, you go, yeah. mm, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but you know, Jersey City, it's, I don't know. I, it, you start to see it as like just one of these extensions on New York, and then it stops being an extension, and then you go, uh, we're just living in Jersey City. I mean, you guys are going to essentially not move out there, but you're going to be living out there. I mean, yeah, when you open a restaurant of this size, because this is the large, this is the largest restaurant we've ever done. So it's gonna be 190 seats. Taldi's gonna be 190 seats. The cafe is gonna be, you know, Carino Provision is gonna be 45. In the summer, it's gonna be 90. So it's a big restaurant. You guys doing events out there too? Um, actually, next, I think, the, is it the 12th? We're doing. Um, there's a uh, kind of like a holiday bazaar that they're doing, which uh, you know, like some restaurants are doing, like just putting food out and you know and then other stores are just like offering a few goods for is it gonna be like on a tray with toothpicks like that chicken you get in the mall dude oh be so, oh, I, I'm dying to do bourbon chicken Can you please do I'm bourbon chicken I'm dying to do bourbon chicken for Taldi really JC yeah That'd bourbon be chicken, for real bourbon chicken that is like and you have to serve it with toothpicks oh hell yeah yeah how else are you gonna yeah, serve I don't, it how else I don't gonna, know yeah, yeah and I gotta hire some I gotta hire some some Asian lady that just delivered the bourbon chicken yeah and then can you uh, also <laughs> hire um, uh, like three 12 year old boys who walk by and be like oh what is this yeah yeah like what? four what? times what is, what's I that? haven't had this before what is mm, this this is delicious <laughs> oh my are God. those chicken thighs mm, I think I'll be back to what cut is from bourbon chicken is it oh in the store it was always chicken thighs you knew it it was like what piece is this boneless chicken thighs <laughs> it was always like that weird like Y shaped rounded chicken chunk for real we got to bring that back. Yeah. That was my jam. Dude, Bourbon chicken does, was my jam. You know that you would just you would get just people buying it on nostalgia. You might oh, though, for sure. But you might have to put like a little photo next to it just because people might not know that's called bourbon chicken. Uh, or just no, like, no, 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 no. 
There's, you, there's what if you just sent a woman around? Said, like it was <laughs> like a that place. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be amazing. All right, bourbon chicken's up. Yeah, bourbon chicken, chicken, bourbon chicken, bourbon chicken. It should be. It would be me. Yeah, yeah. it would oh just be God. me for yeah. real. Bourbon drag? chicken, bourbon chicken, bourbon chicken, bourbon chicken. That would be chicken. You know, here's the thing. That's definitely a dish that you either know about or you've never heard of. And when people are like bourbon chicken. And they, if they know, they're like, oh, yeah, mall, I I went to a mall when I was a kid. And people are like, I've never heard of that dish. Yeah, wh- wh- why is it – what's it doing in an Asian restaurant? Yeah. Oh, yeah. bourbon, bourbon chicken. chicken. God, I really – do you know what the Aren't you is? hungry now? Don't yeah. you want that shit right now? Yeah. Ooh. But, but, I I, but I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> no, no, I just want like four samples yeah, of it. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm good. No, I'm good. I'm good. That, I mean, that's the thing is like I've been trained to know that four bites of it, and I'm like, I've had my fill. Yeah, and then Have you me, start to get like your, your sugar level goes up. Yeah. Like I've definitely once or twice – ordered a full platter of bourbon chicken mistake it's so much it's like it's literally like a pound of, of chicken mistake and mistake. like a pound of sugar like equal parts sugar <laughs> and chicken chicken and like probably one splash of bourbon you know the history of what that dish is i don't know but i want someone to like, i want someone to like i mean we could go yeah i could go to the we could throw it to the internet takes away all the fun of that stuff yeah uh, didn't the guys at manchu walk <laughs> Aren't they? Or isn't? Didn't Panda Express? Oh my god! I'm pretty sure that? the same guy that invented mac and cheese is the same guy that invented <laughs> bourbon chicken. Oh my god! What yeah. if what you're if in the same room then? <laughs> yeah. One in the same. One in the same. You should teach a you, class. You, you've been busy, oh and you're quite god. young for your accomplishments. Yeah. If you talk well, actually, I'm not. I, I look like I'm 35, <laughs> but I'm actually 142. Oh my god! You should teach a class uh, and be like, my grandfather invented bourbon chicken. <laughs> and then have anyone try and challenge you and be like, you, no one knows where it came from. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like trying to, it's like someone trying to prove that my cousin's not one of Jabwalkies. Can't do it. Can't do it. He's Can't Filipino, right? He right. Could be. He could be. Well, he's one of your cousins, right? He's one of my cousins. Oh, then you're totally related. See. Yeah. <laughs> and he's Filipino. He's and he break dances. Boom. Gotcha. Boom. Um, How are your break dancing skills? Mm, very good. When I'm really really drunk, I think at a Star Chef's party, uh, the Star Chef's party, like. Last year, yeah, Woo. yeah, yeah. I was in a, like seersucker suit trying to break dance. Oh Not a good God. look. Peacocking, just like around the room. Yes, shirt cocking. Totally, totally like peacock. Oh yeah. yeah, it was bad. Like those pictures of it. There was pictures of it. Um, there was pictures, and my my like food runners and servers were like, "Dale was really fucked up last night." Look at this picture, and mm. it's just total not goodness. Well, why don't we uh, why don't we end it on that? What are the nuts and bolts, the details for Wednesday? Where can people buy tickets and all that stuff? Uh, Eventbrite. Um, it's called Taste for the Philippines. Le- the number four. Yes. Taste for the Philippines. Um, tickets are 125 um, You can still buy tickets now. Um, 100% of the proceeds are going. Um, so, yeah, hit us up. Yeah. Um, it's, it's from 7 to 10 um, at the Green Building. Then After Party at Pork Slope. And After Party at Pork Slope. Great. Um, what are you going to take us out with? Um, I don't know. How about Drake? How about Wu Tang Forever? Oh. No? Yeah? Yeah. Okay, great. Here we go. Uh, thanks for listening to this very special edition of Snacky Tunes. Thanks for Joe for coming in. We're the only show today. Sorry, buddy. Sorry. You're the best. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. Don't worry about it. Okay. And uh, next week is going to be awesome. We're having uh, Kong from all the way from Phu Quoc, Vietnam, from Red Boat Fish Sauce. He's oh, gonna- for real? Yeah. Yeah, I, the, I gotta, I gotta get in here, dude. They're doing a two dinner series uh, next Sunday at uh, Nightingale Nine, and then City Grit. Uh, Paul Key's gonna be up in town. Nice. Shout out to Paul and Dina. We'll see if we can show you as good a time as you showed us last time. Put up, put up, put up. All right, here we go. Thanks for listening. Happy holidays. Peace and love and understanding and respect. That's that's a grip of plur. <laughs> oh my god! Right. Just play the song, please. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
This program is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.